0: Welcome to Lumox's Spot, brought to you by yours truly, Lumox, bringing sanity and common sense back to America. So let's talk about Harry and Meghan, the oppressed, privileged royals. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are nothing but self indulgent and pretentious frauds. Prince Harry recently actually asked conference attendees to just call him Harry. If he and Meghan Markle really wanted to be a man and woman of the people, they should give up their titles completely, as they said they would. Harry and Meghan stepping down is just their attempt to have their cake and eat it too. Just call me Harry, he said, remember? Well, we'd love to just call you Harry, your Royal Highness. The thing is, your official title happens to be Prince Henry of Wales, the Duke of Sussex. In fact, you also have... Two more highfalutin titles, the Earl of Dumbarton and also Baron Kilkeel. Yeah, that's right. Harry is a prince, a duke, an earl, and a friggin' baron. So if he and Meghan Markle think they can pull off their phony man and woman of the people act without actually renouncing all ties to the British royal family, they must be more deluded and just plain stupid than they look. Great. Given that Prince Harry and... Meghan supposedly stepped down from official royal titles in March? This request superficially makes sense. But if you delve a little deeper, it's just downright fraud. As we all know, Harry and Meghan say they just want to leave normal lives without intense media harassment. Fair enough. But the idea of their lives being remotely normal is absurd. And an absolute lie. They've been constantly in the media. They thrive on the media, and they seek out the media. Yes, the couple will no longer receive public funds, but they won't be financially independent. Prince Harry is already worth $25 million, thanks to his inheritance from Princess Diana and monies received from Prince Charles. In addition, any jobs Harry and Meghan Finagle scam their way into will no doubt be securely sold because of their pre-existing fame, status, and titles. They won't get jobs at McDonald's and work their way up. Nope, they'll milk their royalty to get plush positions, speaking flowery guff and nonsense for thousands of dollars a pop, and so on. Essentially, they want the privilege of royalty with none of the hassle. So once again, if they aren't scam artists, they're idiots. Truth is, they are idiotic scam artists. Renounce your titles and abolish the monarchy. Yep. Thanks to their great publicity stunt, which has made them look enlightened, relatable, and modern royals to some morons, I'm sure the money will roll right in for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Seems like it already is. Today's pseudo-woke brands will be falling over themselves to get a piece of the couple's liberated pie. If they really want us to believe they are just call us Harry and Meghan's pretense, they should follow through with their threats and promises. Don't just step down from official duties and reject public funds. Reject your remaining titles, which you still happen to keep and use. In fact, don't stop there. Cut off all ties with the monarchy. Or better yet, go for the monarchy's abolition. He made fun of our American First Amendment to the Constitution. Prince Harry has complained about what the media did to his mother. So shouldn't he be pushing to abolish the monarchy and remove the attraction? The absolute hypocrisy of Harry and Meghan's decision is incredible, enormous. A couple have committed Britain's greatest possible sin. In Britain, hypocrisy is the killer charge, the worst sin of all. John Major's government was kicked out of office in 1997, in part because it's back-to-basis campaign. Advocating a return to traditional values gave the press more ammunition with which to target his sleaze. The former Labour Party, Ed Milban, suffered endless mockery for professing socialism while having two kitchens in his house. And David Cameron's page, another price of bread, because he had a bread maker at home, was front page news, showing that he was out of touch with the people he was imposing austerity upon. Sound familiar, Harry and Megan? Two phonies. When Boris Johnson was asked the same question, he replied, I can tell you the price of a bottle of champagne, how about that? Oh, that's wonderful. Guess many people can't talk about $100,000 bottles of champagne. For this answer, Johnson received amused applause. Why? Painting him as more out of touch than his predecessors, but less hypocritical. Not a good answer. Here we arrive again at Harry and Megan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex have announced that they are stepping back as senior members of the royal family once again, taking on fewer duties while continuing to fully support the queen, but they didn't even attend her birthday. Right after the death of her husband, they did not attend her birthday. Abusive. The pair will split their time between Britain and North America. Britain doesn't want them. North America doesn't really want them. In order to pursue more more cause-driven activities and take greater control over their public engagements. They don't want to make money, they don't want to use their titles, but they want greater control over their public engagements. Johnson, who once described his policy as cake, as pro-having and pro-eating cake, appears to have fellow cakeists in the Sussex. Right, Harry and Megan? You're a cakeist. It doesn't take a royal criminologist to work out that you can't step back from your duties and fully support the person in charge of doling out those duties, or retain the privilege of a constitutionally ap- apolitical institution and promote causes that stray into politics. It's rather like me suggesting to my editor that I intend to keep back from my daily duties as a journalist while insisting I remain fully supporter of his vision to publish stories and to pay me anyway. Perhaps I should try. We all should try. Prince Harry's new fake mental health care job is also a major farce. Silicon Valley's exploitative entrepreneurial set has come to rescue the recently detached royals from a life outside the upper crust to the detriment of the rest of us. Of course, what do you expect? In in league with the Democrats, the liberals, and the fake news media? Why not the phony royals? Having dramatically exited one country's ruling class, the former Duke and Duchess of Sussex officially leapt into another slimy ruling class. After landing multi-year content deals with both Netflix and Spotify for tens if not hundreds of millions of dollars with the future celebrity content merchant Prince Harry announced that he would be grabbing two more Earthsearch fiefdoms, each benefiting his new American celebrity a role as commissioner alongside others in the thought leader set at the Aspen Institute, and a C-suite position at BetterUp, a self-improvement tech company in Silicon Valley valued at $1.7 billion. The hires made international headlines. An outcome, no doubt, helped along with a couple's rating-smashing, heart string yanking, phony, fake, disgusting Oprah interview, This effectually marking the view of their American brand, the brand of their titles. Naturally, as former senior royals in a universe, Meghan and Harry depicted as toxic, stifling, and racist. The duo are hardly new to the rigors of branding. In some ways, the new lives Harry and Meghan are building together bear a striking resemblance to the ones in which they sub really flounced. It's the same, just another country, only worse here in America. Literal and figurative royalty are both clubs of which you will never be a part. Nor will you come to enjoy the prestige, material wealth, or access to most exclusive spaces on earth that these celebrity demigods enjoy, but they say they're oppressed. Fresh royalty, it's amazing. If there's a lesson to be learned here, it's that while the United Kingdom's royal mega influences may be publicly provisioned, there's far more money to be made off privatized brands, and America's the place to do it, and they know it. For the alienated young Harry, that brand is increasingly associated with mental health. His wife needs some help. To his credit, it's an issue about which he's been long outspoken, although probably phony, and then he's made a centerpiece of past Phil for fil- 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 work in Africa. Harry was tapped last year by the same elite six-figure speaking agency that reps, guess who, the Obamas and the Clintons to offer talk on, on mental health for millions. He was also co-producing a docuseries for Apple TV on the topic with Winfrey, oh, him and Oprah. Now we'll start. A project, the legendary interviewer and Queen of Synergy seamlessly plugged as she drew out the couple's harrowing story, their phony story, their lying story. Anyone could see Meghan was lying and Harry was no better. Their departure from royal duties in front of tens of millions of viewers. Hope was a racist and a phony, just like Harry and Meghan. Even more sinister, better up. Appears to be using Harry as a way to more strongly associate his product with mental health. Let's sell they're selling themselves. A Bitcoin trading scam claims the involvement of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Prince Harry, Charles, Albert, David, and his wife, Meghan Markle. They're involved in anything. They'll make a buck. Harry and Meghan are easy to sympathize, with for some people. Who isn't in favor of having your cake and eating it, too? politics, after all, everyone is a cakeist. No one wants to pay more tax, but everyone wants better services. But just because everyone is a hypocrite doesn't make hypocrisy a virtue. It doesn't work, Harry and Meghan. And like many vices, hypocrisy is often expensive, which means lots of people can't afford it. Most, for instance, don't have the money to fly on private jets, yachts, therefore are unlikely to become a climate change activist and a frequent luxury flyer, as Harry and Meghan do constantly with to a recent purchase of a $14.7 million home. The couple has a $10 million mortgage on it, though, after putting down $5 million, according to Forbes. So they're going into to debt, but their friends will bail them out, and the major contracts will pay for everything. Fortunately, the two have income from Markle's work in films and television shows, estimated to be about a paltry $2 million last year in after-tax earnings. The two have mentioned plans to partner with Spotify, of course, like Obama During a live stream event that will feature Justin Bieber, Billie Eilish, Bruce Springsteen And who else? Barack Obama And Ava DuVernay They also plan to produce shows and podcasts What are they know? That elevate voices that maybe aren't heard For the exclusive streaming service How are they going to do that? They're totally out of touch with reality and people. According to Forbes, the three-year podcast deal could be worth as much as $18 million, which could end up being about $3.5 million a year after taxes for a podcast. And people that can barely speak, that just lie and feel like above everybody else. Another avenue for income is speaking engagements, just like Obama and Clinton. Last year, Harry spoke at a private J.P. Morgan, surprise, 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 summit that reportedly earned him $1 million. Terrific. What could he possibly have to say? But the source from which the couple could potentially make the most money is, again, just like Obama and Clinton, guess what he's in bed with, a five-year, $100 million contract with Netflix to produce children's programming, feature films, docuseries, and documentaries. Sounds like Hunter Biden, doesn't it? People know nothing, have no experience, could care less, but their name is going to make them rich. Only in America. This, in essence, was Ricky Gervais' point at the Golden Globes about hypocrisy in Hollywood. From here and in London... Her monologue had a particularly British edge to it. Is any other country on earth so obsessed with hypocrisy? Perhaps we are. and the Brits are because we know it so well. We all make our money in part by accepting cash and investments from countries we regard as rogue or nasty. We profess pride and gentle manners and temperament that have been among the most violent nations in the world. And of course, we got rich through plunder. Which gets us back again to Harry and Meghan once more. What is it exactly they're asking for? They have, they tell us, chosen to make a transition. Which will see them carve out a progressive new role within the institution. Remember, that institution is monarchy. A system of inheriting authority as well as a whole range of other titles. Wealth, land, property, billions... Harry is a duke, and Meghan is a duchess, no matter what. Not your classic, progressive, sympathetic positions. This, then, is perhaps the most problematic part of their plan. They want to remain in the royal family, of course. That's how they make their money, retain the titles, which earns them their money. Otherwise, they wouldn't get a dime, right, Hunter? Hunter Biden knows, just ask him. They'll be painting pictures, too, through a straw soon of the English aristocracy and the houses renovated with public funds. But step back from the duties that come attached to these privileges, Harry would not have gotten very far in the military asking whether he could stay but step back from his duty to serve. Except, and this is a deeper problem, perhaps he could. To be fair to them at least, Harry and Meghan have seen the potential problem with their plan and declared their intention to become financially independent. But can they do this without trading off the institution they hope to step back from? No way, they're doing it constantly. As they say they're not, they are. Their opening move in this direction doesn't suggest so. But the main name of their new website, get this, is sussexroyal.com. How's that stepping back from royal title? Another problem the pair appear not to understand is desire to be progressive seemingly without the controversy and criticism that comes from taking a stance on issues of public debate. They want to please everybody, the typical Democrats and liberals. Climate change is not apolitical. Even mental health is not apolitical. These issues, which a couple have voiced their opinion on, come with real and important and political questions attached. On climate, it's one thing to say it's important, another is to say what should be done about it. Who should bear the cost of tackling it, for instance? Mental health, also comes with big, unanswered, and deeply political questions. Who should pay for treatment? Should receive parity of funding with physical health? None of these questions have universally agreed on answers. They are political. And Harry and Meghan don't have any answers either. In Britain, royalty and politics are not supposed to mix. Same in America. The monarchy has a defined constitutional role as the dignified branch, symbolizing the state through ceremony and duty, and government as the efficient branch running the country by passing laws through Parliament, which is elected. The two cannot mix. One is apolitical and unifying, the other political inherently divisive. The royal family's website puts it succinctly. As head of state, the queen has to remain strictly neutral in respect to political matters. Harry and Meghan's very small popularity is, in part, tied to this unifying neutrality. Choosing to intervene politically might give them a quick hit of their satisfaction, but erodes totally the basis of their popularity. Once they start to behave like ordinary people, with the ordinary opinions, then people will treat them as ordinary people. But they can't do that, because they have nothing worthwhile to say. They're ignorant, pompous, self-centered. What complicates the cake charge against the pair is that Harry did not get a choice in this. He is not alone in the world being born into wealth, but he had no choice in the role assigned to him. Harry, like anybody else, can want privacy, hate criticism of his wife, try to protect his child, mourn his mother, and loathe the people who chased her through the streets of Paris and took pictures of her as she lay dying. He can love his country his family, and even the institution he wants to step back from at the same time that he longs for the freedom he has tasted in North America, alongside his phony wife. He can strongly want to keep it all, perhaps more than most. He might be able to, but not without phoniness and farce. But he can't escape the cost of his choices entirely. He and his wife would be criticized for their decisions, for their hypocrisy and greed, sanctimony and privilege. Depending on who is dishing out to criticism, it'll be worse. Some of the commentary will be unfair and hurtful, even sexist and racist. Some will be out of bounds, defamatory, and a breach of their privacy. But most of them will be fair, honest, and truthful. And the life they have chosen means they're potentially more open to legitimate critique than before. You say you're woke, but the companies you work for In China and other countries are unbelievable. The elite of Hollywood is nothing but cakeists. They're pro-having cake and pro-eating it. But so it seems, the worst offenders in the world, of all, are Harry and Meghan.